0: Good morning good morning good morning everybody welcome to another episode of spiritual fortitude with dr angela kennel and i am back live on the air uh last week i had to just take that break i had to breathe a little bit and um i uh it, it was well well needed and i took advantage of every bit of it so um i just want to thank everybody that actually tuned in to the live i did uh, on facebook last sunday morning to let you know that was a lot of engagement i like that maybe i ought to do that a little more often but um it's just good to to be here it's something about um doing the things that god has commanded you to do and um i find joy in doing that and uh this is of course his show first and foremost so uh anything that has to do with him and bringing glory to his name I am all for that. So uh, I'm just uh, grateful, grateful, grateful to, to be here and to be live on the air with you once again. Um, it has been um, some trials, but the, the thing is, is that that's when you have the opportunity to dig deep into the word that you know has been poured into you and understand that even though trials come, And I say this to you all the time on Facebook about how, you know, issues and trials come, but they always have an expiration date. They don't last forever. Trials come to test what you believe. Do you truly believe what you say? Do you stand on that? Do you stand on the fact that you know that God has your back no matter what, that God loves you no matter what, that his presence is always there for you to lay into? That he is always at your your being. He's in you. He lives in you. Do you truly believe that? Do you believe in the finished works of Jesus? Do you know that because of what he did over 2,000 years ago on the cross, that that sets you free from so much bondage, the bondage of walking in shame because of mistakes that you made in your past? Do you truly believe that? Do you truly believe that the healing that was made available to those back in those biblical days, that they're still available to you right now, today, the 21st century, year 2022 is still available to you? Do you believe that? So I truly believe that when those tests and trials come to those of us that believe, that say we believe, yeah, that is the most opportune time for you to stand on and somebody's watching most times a lot of people are watching especially if you're in the public eye they're watching and the thing that you must understand is not to take that lightly i know a lot of people say well i'm not anybody's hero i'm not there you, you don't know that because you could be the only bible that somebody's paying attention to they don't read it they're just watching how you live it do you truly believe what you say do you truly believe what you read You truly believe what you teach and preach. And so when tests and trials come, we must stand and we must rest in knowing in these three words, all is well. In Jesus name, all is well. All is well. I've been saying that a lot lately. But you know, when I say it, ladies and gentlemen, there's a peace that comes over my entire being. And I believe it carries a lot of weight when you say all is well, even when you are looking at the issue right in your face, all is well. But I continue to remind myself, God told me, and I think I shared this with you before, but God told me, he said, every time you are facing an issue and if you continuously look at that issue, you're taking your focus off of me. So I must remain focused on the lord and i implore you to do the same don't get moved by what's going on before you in the natural always understand that god is working everything out for you in the supernatural let's go before god in prayer father god thank you so much for yet another day thank you for another opportunity just to say thank you thank you for the rain that we got um, I know that it is sometimes necessary in order to replenish the earth. So thank you for that. Thank you that the sun is rising and that it will shine on this cold morning. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for getting my guests here safely this morning. Thank you so much for getting Robert here safely, Lord. And he's driving. Look at God. That's what I'm talking about you're just so good father there's so much that we can say thank you we don't have enough tongues to thank you for everything that you've done for us in our lives but as long as we have breath in our body thank you is a part of the vocabulary i honor you so much for this show and let it be all that you need it to be when you want it to be and how you want it to be in jesus name i pray that everybody has an ear to hear and allow you to open up their minds to what will be discussed today may it touch hearts and souls and make a difference in our world i give you glory honor and praise right now in jesus name amen ladies and gentlemen the say moment today is coming from michael w smith featuring Cece Winings, king of glory Again, that was The Selah Moment, King of Glory, by Michael W. Smith, featuring C.C. Winans. Beautiful song. Beautiful song. Who Now, if that didn't put you in a place, I don't know what else you could use to put you in a place. But I hope that that did um, bring you to a place of of worship. Um, But before I bring in my guest, I do... Um, And I must say good morning to my brother, Ed, Ed Kennel, and his beautiful wife, Veronica. Good morning, you too. I love you. Good morning to my Aunt Barbara. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, Aunt Barbara. My brother celebrated his 45th birthday last week. And I wasn't on the air to wish him a happy birthday, but I did do it on Facebook. But I I owe you this, brother, so I love you, and I want you to know that I am continuing to pray for God's goodness to just flow through your life, and I'm very proud of you and the things that you're doing, and I just want you to trust him and keep going. Yes, big sis, yes, you heard me. So I love you. I got you. And I want to also... Um, wish a happy birthday, uh, to my, uh, uncle last Sunday, Reverend Dr. Marvin Brown. He celebrated his birthday. And then I had a little cousin, Taj Brown to celebrate his birthday. He turned three and then my uncle Terrence celebrated a birthday. He, he did it big though. He went to Vegas. So I hope that, uh, he truly enjoyed his birthday. Good morning, Aunt Julie um aunt julia she will get me aunt julia that's her name so um and also i wanted to uh wish um my aunt gina that's my my uh uncle ricky that's his wife and uh, i wanted to wish her a happy birthday as well so um plenty of birthdays in november from my family um and uh i uh, hope i didn't miss anybody and if i did please forgive me please 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 um but uh good morning to aunt barbara and uncle johnny and uh good morning to Aunt linda and uncle john and also to dr gloria brody um that's uh not only my aunt but she's everything godmother um my, my sorority sister uh, my mentor <laughs> and um, has become a good good friend to me too um, I I believe that that relationships like that can form with your relatives uh, because sometimes you you can't get close to your relatives like that but but I'm, I've i been blessed to be able to do that uh, with the mind and I just want to send love out to them uh, this morning and I don't know if daddy's listening but uh, good morning daddy I don't know if he's up yet and <laughs> on the radio. So good morning to you. I just um want to just just say I love each and every one of you, and I'm just so grateful for your support um, of what God has commanded for me to do. Um, but let me bring in my guest because I have been waiting for this. Okay, so wait, a minute. I got I got to set it up. So she was here last month, and I was so stoked because we talked about, uh, something that is so much needed and very, very, um, exceptional. I I call it that because there are those that and I said this before, there are those that I believe that God has ordered to do this and they said no, but her heart said yes. And she is walking heavy with it. And I'm so grateful for it. But after the, the interview, Immediately, we set it up for her to come back that same day. So I've known since then that she would be returning. So my guest today, guys, again, is Katie Wires. She is an aspiring peacemaker. I wouldn't even say aspiring anymore. You are being a peacemaker. You are a peacemaker in what you're doing. So I'm going to scratch that out. She is a peacemaker who believes the gospel without justice is incomplete. Inspired by the words of Oshita Moore, Austin Channing Brown, and Sarah Bessie, she believes the best way to call the church to a higher standard is its is in wait a minute to a higher standard in its anti-racism journey is from within. Her deep love of the global church comes from over 20 years of ministry that Im- includes leading women's ministries and creating multi-generational mentoring programs. Katie desires to speak with the imagination of a prophet and envisions the church the way it could truly be. Messy, but present, willing, humble, and filled with radical empathy. Katie Wires, the CEO and consultant, of the reconciliation group which is a gospel-centered approach to anti-racism ladies and gentlemen welcome once again katie wires good morning good morning thanks girl, like, for having me girl i got so excited messing up on the bio my brother's gonna get yeah. me about that I later but-
1: I, I love your intros <laughs> i feel so good of you intro <laughs> oh my goodness how have you been we have been good. It has been a busy month yeah. and we are trying to find areas of margin and rest and Amen. I I think we have started to do that a little better. So it's been it's
0: been good. That's good. You said the prime yeah. word rest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we could talk forever on that mm-hmm. one. But um I'm so grateful for your husband being here. <laughs> Yes, yes, I am so grateful for that I truly, truly, that, that warmed my heart To mm. see you sitting there I don't, And and Katie, I really don't I don't know what it was hmm. That came over my heart But I whispered to the Holy Spirit I was like, I really hope she brings her husband yeah, I know, and I was walk, thrilled that he came today Yes, and I walk in the studio And see him sitting there I was like, yes God <laughs> Oh Lord, thank you I don't know what it was about me hmm. meeting you But I'm glad I did. So welcome to Spiritual Fortitude Mm. as well. I asked him, was he getting on? He was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. And I love the fact that you're supporting her and what she's doing. That's remarkable. And Katie, um, I saw your video.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: I said, she better (laughs) talk. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That was awesome. I actually Mm. shared it. It was on Instagram. I actually Mm. shared it. Um, what, um, what propelled you to, to, to give that message that day? So I will confess
1: that there are times when I hold back from speaking on current events because I'm worried that I will get one of the smaller details wrong and Mm -hmm. that that's what someone will focus on.
0: Understood. Um,
1: and just, I mean, it's, it's interesting because it's the the same thing I tell people not to do, which is letting that fear of being misunderstood hold you back. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was talking with Rochelle, who's been one of your guests before, and she and I will share current events back and forth a little bit, or quite often, and Mm -hmm. just talking about this idea that most white individuals don't even know things like that happen, and it's not that they're, I don't know, it's not that they're willfully ignorant, it's, it's just I think people get to the point where they think... There's no middle ground. Mm. They don't want to be inundated with a spiral of bad news. Right. And so they've gone a little too far over here. And so it, it's where they're not informed or that sort of thing. So speaking about what happened at the University of Kentucky, just, Yeah. I mean, I think that was such a great opportunity for mm-hmm. white people to call their own people in. right? And so so many activists and leaders and authors who were people of color that I was following on Instagram mm-hmm. were speaking about this right? and no one who was white was, was speaking, speaking it. about it. Mm-hmm. And I just thought this is the problem Yeah. that all of the black people are talking. I mean, they don't, yeah. they don't need to in a good, I say that respectfully, they mm-hmm. don't Absolutely. need to be talking about it. It's the white people that need to be talking about it because we say things like, how is this still happening in 2022? And it's because we didn't have these conversations a century ago.
0: Absolutely. We didn't
1: have these conversations four decades ago, you know, that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. And so it just spirals. And if we don't start having these conversations about when white people display either microaggressions within our own circles or when we witness like overt racism or violent acts against people of color, if Mm -hmm. we don't start talking about that and we just pretend if we don't see it, then it didn't happen, then it's going to just keep happening. Mm -hmm so it
0: is is. and and you you hit on something so so important i don't even think a lot of us think about that how it's going to take the conversations within the community right Right. of white people in order for everything to start changing
1: absolutely and it's
0: going to have to be accountability right and i'm not sure if, if that's being wanted at all
1: I don't I don't know if it's being wanted. Um, (laughs) I think traditionally in churches you know we talked about this last time how if we're just going on stereotypes stereotypically conservatives tend to be a little more individual Mm -hmm. where well I'm not racist so that's okay. Mm-hmm. And that's what we see a lot in our churches. Churches will say, well, racism is a heart issue. Right. Well, yes, racism absolutely is a deeply seated, sinful right. heart issue. Right. But there are also practical steps that yeah. can be taken within our world today. Mm-hmm. And so I think if if you don't want to see that, you know, I'm so tired of the whole one bad apple conversation. Right. It it's That's not true. Yes, I mean, come no. on. It's just. It's not
0: It's not. Right.
1: So I just think in our churches, we need to be willing to step out of our comfort zone Mm -hmm. and have those conversations amongst ourselves. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's not, it doesn't even need to be a conversation between a white and a black person. This needs to be a conversation that white people have with their own people. Right. You know, and no, it's an uncomfortable conversation. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to sit my children down at the dinner table and say, hey, this white girl did this thing. (laughs) But I mean, that's why they're not going to know otherwise. And I want them to grow up in a world, my husband and I both want them to grow up with the understanding that these things are still happening. And what do you do
0: if you see this happening? Right. So. Right. And, and to know that conversations are being mm-hmm. held like that because, you know, in, 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 in the family, the black families, they, they always talk about, Absolutely. you know, this is what you do. Mm-hmm. um, am having to, having to have conversations with their sons when you get pulled over. This is mm-hmm. how you react. This right. is what you do. This is what you say. Right. What you, you know, always having those conversations, mm-hmm. but I, 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 and I held back the last time. Mm. and And I wanted to have this conversation with you be and and I'm gonna be as as discreet as I can okay. to to protect that individual okay, but I work with somebody
2: mm-hmm.
0: that is that votes opposite of me mm-hmm. She supports someone opposite of who I support mm-hmm. when it comes to our government, right. Her children are of age where they vote mm. they support that too right Have the hat the pictures and all that mm. with the flags all that mm. and I work with her every day um we don't discuss politics right we 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 uh respectfully mm-hmm. decline we 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 said once it was discovered that we both believe differently right. but She always says, but I'm not racist. I'm a good person. I don't have anything against anybody. Right. I don't believe in everything that the party that I choose to vote with. I don't believe in everything Mm -hmm. that they say, but that's just the way I, I vote. I'm conservative with a lot of things. But at the same time, you in oh, yeah in the comments about I don't see color. Mm. That's made often. Um I miss the good old days. What that's, Oh, yeah. That's the good old days. Yeah, that's made sometimes. Um it's been spoken about her growing up mm. and how the black maid mm. would take care of her and her siblings. Mm. And I've had to hold back mm-hmm. from saying anything because mm-hmm. some of my relatives mm-hmm. used to be that person, mm-hmm. and I don't think she realizes no what she's saying. Um, that I don't. I and and I've prayed with her. Mm-hmm. Um, I've prayed for her family. Mm-hmm. Um, I've you know broken bread with her we're co-workers Mm -hmm. on the same team so I understand um, about walking in love with her but it's like sometimes I question the heart because I don't have any angst against her but then I feel like but with you being on that other side
2: Mm -hmm.
0: what's your your heart truly like right because you're around people of color for eight hours a day right How is that really for you? I just wonder. But I've never tried to have that Mm -hmm. conversation because I don't want it to get uncomfortable Mm -hmm. or sticky for her. But how do I mean? Is is there any way around that? Like. And and I and I literally fight. Within myself to mm-hmm. look at her differently, mm-hmm. um, and and it bothers me sometimes because y- you you say one thing, mm-hmm. and I and I know that I'm not responsible for how she treats me or anybody else. I'm only responsible for how I treat her. But it breaks my heart that if your heart is really like those those individuals. In that other party, and I'm not speaking for all of them because I've met some beautiful Mm -hmm. uh, uh, individuals that vote Republican, Mm -hmm. but they have a heart for God. Mm. They're not spiteful. They're not mean. um, They don't hide that they, you know, disagree with a lot of things that are going on within their party. Mm -hmm. But at the same token. When you when you make comments of, um, I get uncomfortable when I hear individuals say, and I, and I'm speaking from from comments I've heard. Um, you you've overheard individuals say, "Well, I don't eat bananas," and I got asked the question, "Well, Doctor Kimmel, why would people make the comment that they don't like to eat bananas?" Hmm. And I said, "Are you serious? You?" You want to know that answer? And she said, "Yeah." And I said, "Well, maybe because in the past and through the years, mm-hmm. black people have been referred to as monkeys." Mm-hmm. And her response was, "Oh my God, are you serious? Oh my God, there are monkeys coming in all colors. I mean, oh my goodness, it it was like it that annoyed her." And so I, I swallowed that. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't go in with a conversation mm-hmm. on it. I left it. hmm I left. I just, I, and the last thing I said was, well, you asked. hmm That's why. But it it was like that was annoying that that's the reason.
1: She frames, it sounds like not knowing this person, she's framing everything from her comfort. Uh-huh. And she's framing everything. You know, this is, we talk about the difference between intent and impact. hmm and for far too long, white people and white Christians mm-hmm. have been so focused on their intent, and they're, like, clutching their intent with, like, cold, dead hands. Yeah. And they're never stopping to think that maybe your goodwill doesn't really—or maybe your goodwill is actually harming mm-hmm. the people around you. Mm-hmm so this individual this co is walking around talking about I'm sorry monkeys come in all colors is missing the entire point exactly like that, that's we're not talking about like their fur color here right that's not that was not the problem with right. black people being referred to as monkeys right, right? so th- the unwillingness to get out of her comfort zone to truly hear mm-hmm. someone else mm-hmm. and why in god's name would you talk about your black maid in front of black people mm-hmm. like what that's that's like you said the quiet part out loud, mm-hmm. you know, like you, you that right. is, girl, you need to check yourself. Right. So this is, uh, yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah.
0: I, and, and me, I just, mm. I, I, I I was passive. Mm. I swallowed it. I did. And I, and I just separate myself from the conversations right. when it happens that way. Um, because at the end of the day, We're, we're there to do a job, Mm. but at the same time, um, I, I have to, it's, it's, it's sticky. It's like Mm. a boundary there. And, and it's like, (sighs) I often want to just question, Mm. but I know that the day that I do, mm -mm, it's, it's not going to go right. Mm. I already, I've already foreseen it. It wouldn't but that
1: weighs so heavily on your soul too to feel like you are working in close proximity to someone who doesn't truly value you Mm -hmm. doesn't understand you Mm -hmm. is not willing to see your pain Mm -hmm. whether it's present or generational right and at the end of the day i don't know i think every individual in like every situation is going to be different but i think there's times when you shouldn't have to center her comfort also she's centering her comfort plenty Mm -hmm. and there should be times when you and you have to decide when that's worth it for you and when God is calling you to stay silent and when you know God's Mm -hmm. calling you to speak up but you should be able to have the freedom I mean that's not creating a hostile work environment that's creating a safe space for you too that that she just knows that no that that comment I'm not your target audience there. Right. Like that, t- that comment was not okay. Or mm-hmm. let me tell you why someone who looks like me may take that comment. I mean, that phrase even is in the gentlest, right. you know, way right. again, even that comment is centering her comfort, <laughs> you know, that j- heaven forbid she be offended. Right. But also I understand the idea that this is, this is your job. Mm-hmm. This is someone you're going to continue to work with. Right. And you want to have a peaceful work environment. I don't. That's a really hard decision. And I think that that choice is something that faces people of color mm-hmm. every single day of their lives. Mm-hmm. Am I going to stand up and speak up truth right. and possibly have the opportunity to educate a white person? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to just not challenge their comfort for mm-hmm. the sake of my
0: job, for mm-hmm. the sake of awkwardness, for the sake of anger? Mm-hmm. Cause I know me mm-hmm. and I'm going to come up if, if that conversation, and this is why I, I've, I've foreseen it, Katie, mm. <laughs> if that conversation has happened, it's going to be it. in her eyes, it will turn into a diary of a mad black woman. Right because it's gonna turn into why are you persecuting me? Right. Why are you saying these things mm-hmm. to me? Why, why? I, I've i never said the N word. I don't say the N word, I don't condone that. I mean, it, it's, it'll be that right. type of situation. So mm-hmm. I just, I've just not allowed myself mm-hmm. to go there. Um,
1: I wish collectively white people were more comfortable accepting the fact that they have racism in their hearts mm-hmm. i was raised in a completely white circle right white church white family mm-hmm. white school so of course there is going to be racism in my heart right. for the rest of my life mm-hmm. i will have bias in mm-hmm. my heart for the rest of my life mm-hmm. my job is not to try and hide that my job is to allow it to expose it to myself right and then work through with the holy spirit on that
0: absolutely
1: and i wish that that was more of a of an accepted viewpoint yeah. and even within the church like we don't need to tiptoe around this we That's need true. more white pastors to stand up and say look this is what i struggle with mhm so let me tell you how I work through it when I have some of these thoughts. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you how I work through it when I'm sitting in the voting booth right. and I have to decide, am I only going to vote for the comfort of my own family and yeah. the furtherance of my own family? Right. Or am I going to look at the community around me and see what would serve them best? Right, You know, and mm-hmm. I think when it comes to, and I get that, like I've always, I was raised where. You just voted Republican because, mm-hmm. because, yeah. because you were Christian, right? If you're a white Christian, you vote Republican, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's the the world I was raised in and it becoming an adult and deciding who we wanted to be as a family and looking around and thinking, who did, you know, what, are we going to always vote for ourselves mm-hmm. or are we going to vote for this greater community at large? Right. And, and that whole idea of we before me, mm-hmm. am I willing to put the collective good right. ahead of my own desires? Yeah. And that's a tough call, but that's it what is. we're, su- I mean, we're, we're supposed to be followers of the Holy Spirit. The You know, to say that's a tough job
2: mm-hmm.
1: is not really reason enough to not do it. True. I mean, this is why we're supposed to have the power of the Holy Spirit. And for so too true. long, Christians have been operating out of fear mm-hmm. and we are we're having these knee jerk gut jerk reactions and our church walls are going higher and higher and we think that's to protect us right and when really not, no we're just blocky, keeping that world out yes, and
0: and that's not that's not what christ right wanted no to see happen absolutely at not all, mm-hmm. at all we're gonna stop right there mm-hmm. um and just go for our spiritual fortitude praise break today's song is he reigns awesome god by Kurt Franklin.
3: Now it's the spiritual fortitude praise break on 102.6 The Situation.
0: I'm just respect,
3: respect, respect in every aspect. I'm special, special, special. And God bless anything tested. us matter Jesus Christ said the best every time. No, I'm the master, man, I'm the crew. Remember matter the underdog, with Jesus Christ, lift them high. Lift them high. I'm not here for Christ, bust the place, bust the place. Check. No, 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 bust it, yeah. Yes. This song right here. Dedicated to all my, my people That check felt up. like giving up And you didn't check think you were going to make it One. bless it all, all check time Check it out, check know. It uh. out for Get up yeah. Get up, yeah. Yeah. Get up.
0: God. Awesome God. Yes. By Kurt Franklin. Um, I like that uptempo version. It's, it's cool. I do. I like that. But, uh, I want to point out, of course, that the spiritual fortitude praise break is sponsored by anointed aromas, which is owned and operated by apostle LaWanda Peters. Good morning, apostle Peters. Anointed Aromas provides organic hand poured candles, affirmation candles, wax melts, oils, room sprays, body sprays, and more. There are a wide variety of fragrances like candy apple, sour green apple, pineapple, palo santo, lemongrass sage, pineapple mango, frankincense and myrrh, immune health, and sinus relief to name a few. Order yours today at Lawanda Peter's. That's L A W A N D A P E T E R S dot com forward slash shop. Rob Rob shop. <laughs> That was good. That was good, wasn't it? Mm. <laughs> so yes, make sure, you know, it's holiday time and if you're trying to think of a nice, you know, gift. Mm anointed aroma candles will do just fine it will just it'll set it off it, i'm telling you that that candle will man and my line rock it will light up your entire home just one candle guys i burn one in my dad's house my, my dad has a and mom they built a beautiful home and that one candle will just send the fragrance all through the house. So I'm telling you, just one. You know, just one. Or more than one, but it only takes one. And uh you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, so now it's time for the uh small business sound off. First up is the P Four Christian Coaching Institute, emerging and existing female and male ministry leaders. Have you thought about becoming a certified Christian life coach? You no, know, somebody told me one time, it was like, that is peculiar. That is different. They had a lot of questions, but I, I think I did a good job of answering. Are you ready to connect the dots to your divine purpose and ministry vision? Are you ready for global impact? Are you ready to establish provision for your vision and execute with accelerated authority? Then this is an opportunity for you to train and become a certified Christian life coach p4 christian coaching institute is here to offer an accessible online self-paced affordable training p4 christian coaching institute was found by reverend dr tilda whitaker bailey contact me that's me dr angela kennel contact me via email at drat at spiritualfortitude.org for more information And if you decide to register and become a student, I have a special link for you to use to register. So just um, contact me and get at me about that uh, if you're interested. And I want to, of course, you know I have to point out Community Concerns Incorporated. I am dedicated to supporting this organization and I just want everybody to know about it. Um, it's, uh, referred to as CCI and it always does this to me every week. When I try to pull up about it, it takes this time about coming up on my laptop, but God is good. And it is on the screen right now. So (laughs) community concerns incorporated is an agency committed to assisting the homeless and the working poor. Unfortunately, because of the pandemic, they had to close down their downtown facility, Odyssey Three, which housed a dormitory and cafeteria for 33 years. But their mission is continuing on with their housing programs in order to end the nightmare of homelessness for some of the most need mo- of those most in need in the city of Atlanta. So, housing is provided at the Odyssey Villas which consists of 32 apartment units with two, three, or four bedrooms for families transitioning from homelessness. Odyssey Oasis includes three standalone houses that can be shared by single working women and a resource center that is used to distribute groceries, clothing, and household goods to those in need. So if you'd like to contribute, you have several ways to do that, and it can be either with your money or your time. So if you'd like to donate, you can donate on their website. It's www.communityconcernsinc.com. You can also download um, the GiveLify app and look for Community Concerns Incorporated to make a donation. Or you can do it via PayPal using donate at communityconcernsinc.com. Or you can mail a check to Community Concerns Inc. at P.O. Box 4185. Atlanta, Georgia 30302, or if you'd like to volunteer with the organization, you can also do that by going to the website and um, searching uh, for an individual to reach out to about that as well. So that brings us to the conclusion of Small Business Sound Off and again if you're interested in um having your business mentioned or um your organization or any event you have coming up please reach out to me via email or you can go in my inbox at any of the social media um platforms and um just reach out to me and let's work something out and get the word out about the great things that you're doing um out in the community. All right. So Uh, During the praise break, uh, Katie and I started talking about the election last, the election that just came and went. And um, we were talking about some of the results and it was interesting how some of the votes went. Um, We uh, were touching on um, about, uh, of course, Stacey Abrams um and we talked about the number of votes that went towards Herschel Walker that was interesting um i i can't answer for them mm. i can't but uh i think uh it's all about wanting to win mm. instead of looking at the issues and looking at What's that state for the future mm. of our state, of our country at that? But um, I, you, I, what I love about you, Katie, is that you know those statistics. Mm. You know them very well. Um, and I, I looked at the, the graphs and the, the charts that have been made out as far as how the votes went, how they leaned toward, and Georgia was blue yeah. the last time. mm mm-hmm. But Georgia's red again.
1: Mm.
0: Why is that? I mean,
1: I am not an elections expert by any means, but I don't know. I think, I think, I mean, I know that people have often said that if a traditionally red state swings blue, then mm-hmm. it's not a surprise that in the next election it kind of yeah. goes back red. Okay. Um, and I think, too, there's a difference between, so let's hope that. Raphael Warnock wins the Senate. I know. So if he wins the Senate, then the Senate is blue. Mm -hmm. But like last election, Brian Kemp beat Stacey Abrams the last election, too. So I think what we're seeing is a lot of the difference between um, rural and urban areas Mm -hmm. in the state. Yes. Yes. So if you look at who voted for Brian Kemp versus Stacey Abrams, mm-hmm. and you look at the map of Georgia, right. you see these little clusters of blue mm. right in the major cities. Right. So Atlanta, Athens, Macon, Savannah, mm-hmm. you know, Augusta, that sort of thing. And then the whole rest of the state is red.
0: Right. So a
1: lot of our local elections are turning red. Mm-hmm. And then some of our bigger elections, like the Senate, are going blue. Right. Um, and we can only hope, I think Stacey Abrams is a force, Jeez. I think, I, I, I think. <laughs> (laughs) God is going to have something for her. Totally agree. Even if it's not the governorship here. Right. um, I think, again, that goes back to uh, people don't want to be told what to do, Mm -hmm. which is fair. Right. I wouldn't either. Absolutely. I don't want to be told how to vote. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when when we talk to people, one of the things we try to do is just gently kind of ease them into, let's not be a one-issue voter. Okay. Like, let's look around and see... Have you ever stopped to really see who your vote affects? Right. What's going into effect? Right. You know, like it's it would be easy for me mm-hmm. to vote on an abortion law mm-hmm. because I'm done having kids like I'm, this law right. will not affect me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. One way or the other, mm-hmm. this law will not affect me whatsoever. Right. But am I willing to look at my group of friends mm-hmm. and say, I still have women in that group mm-hmm. who could get pregnant right and what what am i willing to do about that mm-hmm. and what am i willing to do what am i willing to vote for more than just my needs right and i think not many people are willing to do that and we need more people who are not who are willing to go against the assumed party mm-hmm. um and I'm not saying that, like, there's no crazy people on the Democrats right. side. You know? Oh, yeah, because
0: we – yeah, right. yeah there are. But yeah. <laughs> more
1: more and more, and this is not news to anyone, but more and more, we are so extreme. Yeah. So it, it seems like the the moderates within the Republican Party have largely been silenced for the sake of the crazy. hmm And it is some crazy. hmm And, you know, when you have people coming out and just openly saying, we absolutely should be the party of Christian nationalism. Mm-hmm. That should be scary to people. Yes, it even if they're also Christian yes. and also white. Right. That whole mindset mm-hmm. should be scary to people. Amen. Because you're you're only agreeing with it because it it looks like you. Mm-hmm. So if you're willing to vote for someone who's that extreme, right? What happens when someone is elected who is that extreme, but they're not voting for you? Right. And so we we're responding too much in fear and not enough in. Like, I don't want to say, like, oh, God has control. It doesn't matter who you vote for. No, it absolutely does. It, it matters. It absolutely it does. It matters, yes. And I wish more people would be willing to get a little more involved Amen. and not just and be willing to see that your vote matters absolutely, mm-hmm. and it affects your neighborhood, your mm-hmm. community, your school boards. Yes, it Those does. Those are, I mean, absolutely. I'm in Cobb County, and our school board, that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> yeah. But we have some great individuals on that school board, and right. we have some individuals where I just look at them and think, how mm-hmm. how are you mm-hmm. still here? Right. Why, wh- why do you even care right. based on the decisions you make? Mm-hmm. Why do you even care? Mm-hmm. Um, and why is it so blatantly obvious that you are clearly making your decisions to protect all the rich white kids? Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. like, why, why are we allowing that? Why we, White people should be able to look outside of ourselves and, and see problems in other white people. Right. And instead, it's like if we think that if we respond in that way mm-hmm. that we're admitting to ourselves, like we're admitting ourselves that there's a problem. Uh, I'm like, y'all, people already see the problem.
0: Yeah. yeah, They just
1: also see us not willing to deal with the problem.
0: Exactly.
1: And that will never, ever work. And it will never bring peace. It will never honor Christ. Mm-hmm. It will never reflect Christ.
0: No, no. And and that's the thing with with a lot of I cringe mm. uh, when I, I see see individuals that mm-hmm. openly proclaim that mm-hmm. they're christians right but i'm ignoring this because it doesn't right sup- I'm, I'm ignoring you right. i'm ignoring this because i know what i think and i know how i want it to happen right for me so yeah yeah you oh you believe in jesus oh that's great that you believe in jesus mm-hmm. but you you're right. still not mm-hmm. i i cringe at that mm-hmm. because at the end of the day it matters Jesus should come first. Right. In all of it. Right. But it, it doesn't happen that way.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you think that it'll ever get to a place where, and I know it's going to take the Lord himself to mm. for, for, for people to humble down. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he's going to move. Mm-hmm. I, I just have no idea. But that's what it, it's going to literally take a move of him mm. and everybody knowing it's him. Right. For people to humble down and understand that this chaos that's going on right mm-hmm. now this is not of him mm-hmm. this chaos is not of him, no. and that's scary to me right and it's turning people away from the church
1: absolutely
0: it's turning droves of individuals right. that wanted to come to church right. but it's like y'all are christians and this is what's going exactly. on exactly stay out here
1: so many churches are looking at younger generations walking away from the church uh-huh. and they're looking at that wa- younger generation as though they're walking away from Jesus. Right. And no, they're not walking away from Jesus. Mm-hmm. They're walking away because they've seen Jesus mm-hmm. and you do not reflect exactly. him. And so when they see that, I think our younger generations, especially more and more, they are craving authenticity.
0: Mm-hmm. They like are. they don't
1: need the smoke show mm-hmm. and they don't need, you know, all they this stuff. That. They don't need the fancy Mm-mm. programs. They want to know, do you care about what I care exactly. about? Exactly. And if pastors, man, pastors need to re-engage mm-hmm. our culture. They do We have hidden behind our church walls for mm-hmm. far too long. Far too
0: long. And we need to
1: start coming out and being willing to make people upset yes. for the sake of what's true and what's right. Yes. So in our churches, we need to engage cultural issues mm-hmm. because by not engaging, you're still engaging. Right. You're just still engaging the safe one. Mm-hmm.
0: You just stand within your walls, right. within your comfort zones, right? Instead of breaking those walls down, mm-hmm. because Christ never meant for the church, right, to do that. Absolutely, never meant for you to be within the walls. No, the fellowship doesn't have to always be in the building, right? Let's get out in the streets right. and win souls for Jesus, mm-hmm. and let go of our own our own um, agendas. Absolutely, letting go of those agendas. Right. And being about the work of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe that looking within, seeing what's, what's what mm. and accepting responsibility and, and having accountability for what's going on and saying, you know what? Enough is enough. Mm. We need peace on this earth. Right. We need to help others. Mm-hmm. There are families hurting, families breaking up mm-hmm. over elections. Right. You got denominations mm-hmm. breaking up. Mm-hmm. Churches. Right. Leaving denominations mm-hmm. over elections. You have friends in the body of Christ shunning each other mm. over these elections. Right. Um <laughs> just the other Sunday, uh, Stacy Abrams visited my church. Wow. And my pastor, hmm. um, when he brought it to everybody's attention, Mm -hmm. he he announced, he was like, "Um, let me see how this sounds. Governor Stacey Abrams. Hmm. And she smiled. And everybody was clapping. Hmm. And then social media annihilated him, or tried to. And it was the evangelicals that did it. Oh, really? Oh, that's how he thinks. Oh wow. I wonder how and and he's he's very close with Kent Copeland. And he so said, I wonder how he feels about this. Oh, this is an atrocity. Oh I mean, like literally upset. Very upset.
1: For simply using the title uh-huh. Governor. They're
0: very upset about that. Very upset. Mm. And it wasn't um and unfortunately, it it wasn't um individuals Mm. that would normally say anything
2: Mm.
0: but when they saw that it was mm -mm. that was that was not cool Mm -mm. um but he had already accepted a long time ago oh right Mm -hmm. yeah he was like you know what i don't even care anymore i don't care what people say about me i don't care what they think about me Mm -hmm. i know who i am right i know the job that i've been assigned to do i'm Mm -hmm. gonna do it um right is right and wrong is wrong Mm -hmm. and I love that about him. Right. So uh, I didn't. I he told us a long time ago. When you see stuff on social media about people saying this stuff about me, don't even worry about it. You don't have to retaliate. You yep. don't have to say anything. Mm-hmm. You you ain't got to do it. But sometimes, Katie, I <laughs> <laughs> want to go in. <laughs> I do, but I I always make sure that I mm-hmm. honor um, what 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 pastor has asked us Mm. to do so I I don't but um that's it's unfortunate Mm. it is hard I tell Mm -hmm. you but it's unfortunate that we have that these conversations have to happen but they're necessary absolutely and that's what makes me so appreciative of what you're doing Katie Mm. because it is true that's just like with all of the 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 murders Mm. uh within the black community and it's not black on black I mean that it is a lot of it is black on black But you have those on the other side saying, well, y'all keep doing this to yourselves and then what's happening Why y'all keep doing it? You you keep hurting yourselves, but at the same time when somebody from a different race hurts somebody, then we got to march and do this, that, and the third. Well, while that sounds good to you, Mm -hmm. it's still a issue.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Because at the end of the day, we're not supposed to be taking each other's lives at all. Right. So there are conversations in the black community Hmm. that we need to have and continue to have and and still touch on. And there are conversations in the white community that needs to be had. There are conversations in the Jewish community that needs to be had as well. And at the same time, there's got to be a table Hmm. where we're all coming together as a people period mm. for humanity and say enough is enough right and not persecute somebody that tries to do it alone to come to the, the table and say enough is enough mm. and then like oh God you no uh, uh, right you know that they're they're shunned right and a lot of them just get quiet and mm-hmm. sit in a corner and watch but there are others like yourself that are still marching. Mm. So you continue to march on. March on, sis. It's needed. Mm. It's needed. Amen. Um I just um applaud your your unapologetic stance. I love it. And um God's gonna continue to strengthen you mm. with your message. And I just pray that doors are open.
1: Mm. Amen. Why? Yep.
0: And that people will have an ear to hear,
1: right.
0: so that their mindset can change. Mm-hmm. Because it's all about here. Absolutely, it's all about here mm-hmm. and the messages sent out through media mm-hmm. and social media, especially. It's all about the mindset, right? And I think once enough mindsets are mm-hmm. changed, and people have the confidence and courage to stand up,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, true change,
0: yeah. So. Maybe I need to take that same advice and take the same mm. stand with, with my coworker yeah. and have that conversation. Yeah. Um I got some messages from uh I got some messages from some individuals, my my sisters in Christ, mm. um, telling me enough with the status quo. Yes, ma'am, mm. I do understand that, Angelette. I understand that. And yes, Wanda, I understand that conversations must be had. That's true. Um, but it's, I guess, with me, it's all about being um, authentic. I don't want to talk with her with emotions. Right. I don't. I don't. I don't want that. Right. So I. I but I will. Mm-hmm. I will have that conversation.
1: Because otherwise then white and black is centering white comfort Mm -hmm. and we've centered white comfort for far too long
0: amen amen Amen. and you
1: deserve you're being so gracious to her Mm -hmm. but you deserve to feel emotionally and mentally safe where you work and you spend so much time
0: right absolutely Mm. and i will i have to let you know how it goes i'm praying for you thank you Mm. (laughs) but katie um how can Anybody that is interested mm. in the Reconciliation Group, how can they reach out to you?
1: We have a social media account on Instagram. It's just called the Reconciliation Group. Okay. Um, and then our website is thereconciliationgroup.com. It's kind of a mouthful, <laughs> but thereconciliationgroup.com, and there's places to contact us there. We have a newsletter you can sign up for. Um, my partner in this is Patience Regular. She and my husband actually have a podcast oh, wow. called No Token Friends. Awesome. Um, and the two of them kind of just talk about it's very conversational. It's very laid back, but it's fantastic. And they just kind of talk about current events and talk about the Bible and talk about race. And cool. that's on Spotify, Apple, you know, iTunes, iHeartRadio. Okay so
0: awesome i have to take a listen to that Mm. myself yeah man that's awesome well i just Mm. want you to know you are family here at spiritual fortitude thank you and you both are welcome here anytime thanks dr kennel thank you so i love being here i
1: love talking to you
0: (laughs) i don't feel like we have enough time i know uh ladies and gentlemen (laughs) i gotta bring this to a close so thank you so very much for tuning in to another episode of spiritual fortitude we will be live again next week my guest will be angel santos out of orlando florida so it will be a treat so don't miss it um let me just go before god in prayer father god thank you so very much for another impactful episode of spiritual fortitude we honor and give you glory and praise we know that you sit high and look low we know that you are well aware of everything that's going on on here on the earth and we just I want to honor you and say thank you because at the end of the day you will have your way what you've commanded that will happen and be done it will so i i just say thank you thank you for covering us protecting us thank you for your promises that are still valid and true and we just um uh, gonna stand on the word and trust you with it all with these of divine assignments appointments with things that need to happen for your glory we honor it We welcome it, and we say thank you. Thank you for who you are and for making us who we are. And, God, I just want to continue to pray for 102.6 situation, the entire family, my family, the Wires family, and everybody that has an ear to hear today. God bless you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Mm. For five things. Oh, my God. You know the drill. Guard your heart. Pack your patience, protect your peace, stay in your lane. And most of all, as Christ commanded, walk in Mm -hmm. love. I'll see you guys next week.